This episode of the Golf Game Podcast on the Sports Game Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same-game highways to live in-game odds. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100, and you get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-D. All right, DJs, welcome back uh, for the DFS show uh, for the RSM, the Islands, it's the Island Mafia. It's your boy, Boston Capra, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Sherman, and we have special guest Ryan Baroff with us. Ryan, what's up, baby? Good. You just called me Brian Kirshner, so I, I just called you out on I that. did not. It's <laughs> I said Brian Baroff. It's, no, 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 no. Put on, the wrong... on, on Twitter. I don't do it. You can yell at my producer. I don't do any of that. I'm blaming the, uh, the producer. All right. Well, we'll have to slap him on the wrist. Uh, way to go. Way to go, Cameron. Mm-hmm. Way to go, I was just pulling it up, and I was like, oh, shit, Kirchner. Um, yeah, good to be back. Uh, podcast number two with you guys. So uh, yes. yeah, let's talk shitty um, RSM golf. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, new but, shot link data on one of the courses this week, too, right? So this is just par for the course. For the right. Awful. False I, on, on the better one, actually, by the way. The plantation one's actually pretty good. They did some good work to it, but... Uh, yeah, I, I, I've never understood. I mean, there's a lot of things I've never seen with PGA Why they are incapable of when they have multi-course uh, formats for tournaments, why they don't have the shot link on one of the courses. It doesn't make, it doesn't make a lot of sense. you got to move the equipment from one course to the other, Steve. It's too much work. Just too go to work. Best Buy and buy some iPads, all right? It's basically a tablet and a laser. That's all it is. Yeah, iPads and, um, we get and manpower. That's, that's really all you need for this stuff, so. Yeah, fucking ridiculous. Yeah, uh, that's true. And this is the this is the one where like they chop the first round leader bets too, right? Like per the it's course probably going to be off. yeah, it's probably going to be split. Yeah, yeah, I, I think some offshores might have it combined, but usually it's plantation or seaside, which is actually convenient for this one because I, I think plantation is par seventy two, mm-hmm. seaside is par seventy. So that always gets confusing when they just show the PGA Tour leaderboard with, uh, yeah, like a guy's eight under. You know, two guys are eight under, but one guy's at like, you know, shot 62, the other guy shot 64. So, yeah. Yeah. A nice little guy. So, um, do you have any thoughts about on Houston first before we get to RSM? How'd you do last week? Uh, I bet Finau. I, I, I think that yeah, was there we pop- go. I think that was pretty popular. Yeah. Um, it just felt like the miscut at Mayakoba really wasn't that bad. Um, just a perfect course for him and a crappy field. And uh, he was just awesome. I mean, yeah. he won by four, but it, it obviously wasn't that close. Yeah, I think I think it was up by eight by the back nine. Yeah, I, I also bet Finau too. I, it was around the same vein that like, yeah, I didn't really care what happened to Michael. But it was course Ross. He hadn't played in a month, but yeah. I think what was most surprising about Finau, and, and this is actually a conversation I think probably get to later is like leading the field in driving accuracy. Like everything was, I I was just in awe of his ball striking all week. Everything just from Friday on was just like automatic with him. Just down the fairway, just like, you know, 300 or so. Uh, and I know, too, he has another gear that he doesn't get to. Um, mm-hmm. And he kind of dials it back to, like, you know, stay the fairway. But, man, just just an awesome ball strike a week from Fina. Just really, really, really impressive stuff. Yeah, it seemed like didn't he was gain, dialing it back like- last week for sure. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of par fives that he was laying back on uh, just to keep the ball in play. And I, I think maybe that was because he was already up three, four, five shots. <laughs> um, but I'm, I, I just continue to be – you know, super impressed with the ball striking, but also the short game. Yeah. Like those areas around those greens are not easy. And like mm-hmm. everything that I was watching and tracking when he had those 25, 35 yard pitches, he's hitting them stone dead. Right. Yeah. And not giving himself those six, seven, eight footers that 
pretty much everybody else was missing. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, definitely. I mean, like I, I was also thinking too, like you know, those tight lies around the greens, just you know, sticking it dead. Like I don't know, maybe the Masters in the play for him. Just you know, if he keeps up this good play, he's got some wins now. He's finally confident. He knows how to close. He's been good there. Might be something to watch soon. So I, I think I think everything's in play for him. I I really yeah. um, I don't think he he has the type, you know, because. Uh, he he has the distance. He has the extra mm-hmm. gear. He's got the iron play. He's got the short game. He's won on a bunch of different courses. Just needs mm-hmm. to do it in in, in stronger fields. So. Big boy yeah. events. How many <laughs> strokes did he gain this fucking week? He did it again. Then it was like fucking. I think he, he gained ten back. strokes T to green. <laughs> I think, uh, and he put he put pretty well too. So. Yeah. That, that's that usually that usually gets you a multi-shot victory on the PG Tour, that's especially in these fields. When you do especially that. with who's like who are the two bums chasing them? I can't even remember the names today. Oh, it's uh, what Tyson Alexander, yeah, Ben Taylor, and, uh, Ben and Taylor, yeah, Tyson yeah. Alexander. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, these go. guys are not catching. Texas. Taylor can play. I don't know much about Tyson Alexander. He he, yeah. he he seems to have a good track record in Texas, so that's something to keep in mind. But uh, yeah. I do like Ben Taylor. Yeah, no, Ben Taylor's not a bad player. Yeah, he uh, he hits his longer approach. That's pretty good. So. The, t- um, the Taylor Montgomery experiment finally came crashing down to much to lots of people's delights. He can't keep getting away with this. And he yeah. still hasn't missed a cut, right? He's still, he's still, there. I know. No. Yep. still printing. Yep. He did. Yep. He did. So we'll get to him in a little bit too. Cause uh, yeah. I think people are definitely off that ship and I think we got to talk about it. So why don't we transition to RSM? So Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about like what you're looking for? Like, I think, I think this is usually, you know, at least when I handicapped it pretty cut and dry, pretty similar to a lot of co- events you, uh, you know, we, we see a lot this year. Is there anything unique though that you're using for this uh, tournament that you might not see it? Like, you know, like a Wyndham or anything like that? Or is it basically just status quo? For like, you know, no, I would say the only, players? no, I mean, you can just sort of look at the names that have won here. Yeah. It's crap, but they're all the same, right? It's, it's, it's Kirk, Kisner, Hughes, you know, Streb, Duncan, all those guys. Um, so I think you're going to see very concentrated ownership on a specific type, right? Mm-hmm. Those, Shorter, more accurate plotters, guys from Georgia, guys from Sea Island, all of that. So I, you know, I try and go a slightly different direction with it as much as you can, um, because like the wind can pick up here. Um, you can shoot really, really low scores here. So like, if the wind is not up, you may see a cut here at like four or five under or something like that, and you may have a guy who actually plays okay for a couple of days and still misses the cut. So um, I'm going to try and stay off chalk as much as I can. Uh, I definitely knocked driving distance down a little bit. I, I just don't see a lot of drivers here, um, except on the par fives for the plantation course. But yeah, of course, that's just one day. Um, I think the other thing too is like at this time of year with things winding down, like I want guys on the end of a heater, not guys who we haven't seen in a couple of weeks or anything like that. So I'm pretty much going to play a lot of the guys who have played well over the last month and just ride them into the ground one more week. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that I remember last year, um, like Taylor Goosh, and I it wasn't really a type of guy you would you know, think would be a good fit for this place, but he just was playing really well, you know, heading in. And that kind of was just, you know, just ended up working out with him, you know. His, his irons are in pretty good form coming. Yeah, I mean, they Gooch were, but he just, he just had missed the, missed the cut of Houston though. And then everybody was awesome. Right. Yeah. Gooch is interesting. Cause like he obviously has a, a kind of track record of being a really good iron player, but he's yeah. also got a good short game. Yeah. Um, and this field is so weak that I think anybody with that sort of pedigree, like, I mean, 
we'll talk about a guy like Tom Hoagie, who I think is yeah. almost at that level where Gooch yeah. is. He's not quite there, but he's pretty close and the same type of player. Like mm-hmm. nobody is excited about Hoagie, but I think he's going to be a popular bet. I think he's going to be a popular play and he's done really well here. So I wonder if he will be right. Because I, so I was floating around in the fucking ocean at the Bahamas for the majority of last <laughs> week. But when I got, when I got back, I was looking and was it last week or the week before everybody was on Hoagie? Uh, Michael, because he didn't play last week. Yeah, Michael. Okay, so yeah. two weeks ago, everybody was on him. He missed the cut. So maybe he'll maybe he'll stay a little sneaky as far as like ownership goes for for DK. He's under ten k, which is going to save him because people are, like are going to see Harmon over and Power over, and they're going to stay under with Hoagie. I think Power's yeah, interesting, work. man. I mean, he 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 almost won here last year. He's two top fives, and a lot. You know, it's what a I mean? great like, course for him. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and none of that data was at it was at Bahamas and Mayakoba, so no one has it in their data right now as far as yeah. like what he actually did, unless you want to look at like green regulation or putts per round or something. So we're not talking about the live putts per round. So then we have when we go overseas, you know. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. I think I think Seamus is fucking interesting this week. What yeah. do you think he's going to catch the? I don't think so, uh, because I think, again, uh, people are, are sort of going to play guys that are in the nines. Like, I think Jason Dales will be popular. I think Danny McCarthy will be popular. Um, mm-hmm. And at popular. the end of the day, people are still going to jam Tony Finau, as, as they probably should. So I don't think anybody up there is going to be super high-owned. I think you're going to see a lot of, like, McCarthy, Finau teams. Yeah, them, I guess. I bet well, you me- people love Danny McCarthy. People love, love McCarthy. Love yes. fucking Denny. Well, and, and and like they're gonna look at a course here in the southeast where you have to putt well and you have to be accurate, and they're gonna compare it to Sedgefield. Like all that stuff's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, yeah, people are gonna play Denny. Well, let me ask a question about Tony's uh, price this week because I, yeah. I was I was looking at it. And it almost seems like he's underpriced, just kind of based on just how this field is and everything. Like like it almost seems like all right, let's pretend like it's the Masters this week. Yeah, like what's what's Finau's price in the Masters? Probably like what, like nine two hundred, nine three hundred dollars. Like what's Seamus Powers' price? Like seventy five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, shouldn't is like it seems like Finau's like a thousand dollars less than what he probably should. Yeah, I mean he should be three times the ownership of pretty much anybody up here, and and like you won't see that. Like maybe you'll Mm -hmm. see Finau at forty, but probably not even forty. I would imagine probably less. Um, Now I do think overall pricing this week is pretty soft, right? I think there's some value in the nines, tons of values in the sixes and sevens this week. Um, if you're willing to go down that low. So I'm always, I'm always willing to dumpster dive because listen, if I'm going to fucking lose anyway, I might as well lose with some scrub who I've never heard about. And then I can just blacklist them and, <laughs> and yell at me because I'm using yeah, but then one, But then one, once you find a guy like that, then you can continuously think he's going to repeat that and lose money long-term with him. That's the fun part. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to just play the guys that I bet. Like I, I, I do most of my research late Sunday. You know, I get all my bets in Monday morning before pricing comes out for the most part. So like, I kind of know who I'm going to play, or at least what half my team's going to look like. And uh, then I click fee now, and then I click someone in the sixes, and then I- <laughs> you build it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we lost. I think we lost. Oh, oh well, no. Okay. All right. Well, uh, right. I mean, while we get him back. Um, well, yeah, while we're waiting for Ryan to come back, let me talk to you guys about WinBet. If you guys are ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia. And we are bringing the excitement of the win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with 
win rewards on WinBet. And be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern time during the WinBet Hour or WinBet Win Hour. Marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet and giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great, great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now. WinBet for boost. Same game parlay is the live in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. If you're ready to play, go sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet 100 and win 100. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject is offer is subject change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older with present played. Where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, he's back. Yeah. We're back. All right. Um, so we kind of flowed around a little bit as far as like, you know, how we think some ownership is going to be. Brian, is there anybody up above $9,000 that you just, you know, ownership aside, you just don't really want anything to do with this week? Probably Joel Damon. I think, uh, I think he's maxed out at this point. I've been, I've been playing a lot of golf. Um, he was what, 91 last week and still kind of got there. And yeah, he definitely got there. And now he's 92. I don't think this course is quite as good of a course fit for him. Um, so he would probably be the one that I, I don't play. Um, I guess Taylor Montgomery, but again, if like, this is the week that everybody hops off, maybe you hop on. Um, yeah, I yeah. don't think it's, it's a great course for him. So ideally I would say no. Um, I think the one that I actually really do like that I got to think about a little bit is, is Mitchell. Um, he was yeah. really good ball striking again last week. Um, he's improved his putting a lot over the last year. This is obviously the area of the country where we like to play Keith Mitchell, and yep. he's got a what a twelfth and a fourteenth here so far. Doesn't he live there? Doesn't he live in Seattle? He, yeah, yeah, he's part of the mafia. Yeah, um, and again, like I just think he's a very safe guy who's going to be in the top twenty, top twenty-five, and probably won't bet him to win. But I, I just think you know he scores, he streaks, he makes a lot of birdies. I think he's a great option this week. I had him, uh, I had him first round leader, uh, just blindly. I only picked like five last week, and. Uh, I had, and he was like, I don't know, fucking like 90 to one. I was very happy with it. And then he put one in the fucking drink and he couldn't make a goddamn birdie on the, on the back nine around one. He was cruising and he couldn't do shit and then put one in the drink. Yeah. So I, that means I have to go back to Keith this week because this will be the week that he actually paid off. Yeah. I, I actually like Keith Mitchell too. And uh, I mean, thinking back enough, what you said, yeah, the ball strike was really good last week. Um, you know, a couple other places where, I mean, it seems like the, if there is, somewhere at this golf course where it's kind of more typical is that there's a lot of penalty strokes off the tee. It's one of the highest rates on the PGA tour. There's actually a lot of, you know, golf courses he's done well at. That's a similar situation like PGA national, a lot of water there. Liberty national for the uh, 2021 uh, Northern trust did really well that year too. I think he's got a couple of good finishes at 3M. Uh, some good finishes here too. Some top 15 finishes, you know, really good part on Bermuda as well. Um, I like him this week too. Uh, I like what I'm seeing coming in from him. He seems like he finally got the irons back on track. Um, last week after kind of a slow start to the fall. Um, the proximity numbers from under 175 aren't all that good, but he scores pretty well on them because he feels like he just he just keeps it kind of safe. He gets in a good position where he can score, and he puts pretty well on the surface. So I like him this weekend. It doesn't seem like, at least with initial ownership, it seems like everybody's going to, like, Jason Day. Um, seems like Joel Damon's getting a lot, too. It seems like he's kind of sandwiched between there, and he's getting a little bit, you know, lost in the shuffle a bit. Yeah, people are definitely gonna play <laughs> Dobbin and Denny and De- Day is caught. Like I've seen Day. Yeah, that's disappointing. Today. A little bit. Yeah, and 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 like you don't even need Mitchell to win, right? He's gonna yeah. be your number two guy in uh, if you play Finau. Uh, he could be a number three guy in. Like if if you went like Hoagie Montgomery and then Mitchell as your third, I mean, no one's gonna have anything yeah. like that. So 
you certainly have some flexibility there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, with Montgomery, if we're going to round back to him a little bit, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued because, like, Houston was the first, like, really, like, big boy demanding golf course tee to green he's played so far. And, like, the other ones he's done well has been, like, these wedge fests where, sure, like, he hasn't been hitting his irons all that good, but just because he's been draining everything. You know, he hasn't been getting in too much trouble at these types of places. Um, with his approach shots where he just gives himself a good look for birdie. I'm interested in seeing if going back to that type of tournament might actually wake him up a little bit. And, I mean, the owners, no one is going to him. You know, it seems, no it seems like everybody hopped off. I'm interested in, like, I think this is a good litmus test to see, like, okay, is this, like, is this type of tournament is what you're really going to be useful for, you know, on the PGA Tour, or did you did the bubble burst? Yeah, so. and, I mean, keep in mind, too, he, he had a – a big shift last week being put in that feature pairing with Wise and Scheffler right. for the first few days, right? Mm-hmm. So he's going from playing back of field with his very comfortable corn fairy tour pairings to, okay, you're in the feature group with a world number two and yeah. Aaron Wise, right? So I think there was a little bit there as well. Okay. Um, what does that, that So what does that say about, like, so if that affects him, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I treat, I, I treat golf like a spot for the other, first other, time. It's yeah. it's going to affect you. Like anytime you're in contention, anytime you're in that group, anytime you play with Tiger, like kind of whatever it is, like yeah, it's going to have some kind of impact. I right? feel like Tiger's a little different than average. True. Guys. And again, he <laughs> didn't miss the cut, right? <laughs> right. No. no. Um, so yeah. I think, um, yeah, like I think you could definitely play him this week if he's going to be, you know, six, seven, eight percent on. Yeah, and I don't think he's going to be one of those guys who like. Wednesday night, all of a sudden, we all think he's going to be low owned, and then everybody jumps. No, this guy hasn't won. Keep in mind, right? He's again one of the Corn Ferry Tour guys who basically number one all year, but never won anything, right? Right, Kind of like Xander was up there, kind of like Zalatoris was for a while. So he still wants to win. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, Capri, got any other takes above nine thousand dollars? Like, who do you like up here? So I I liked my initial. I really wanted to play Hoagie this week, but he's Uber. I think I might. Bet him. I don't know, but I want to play Sheamus. I definitely want to play Sheamus just because of his track record and he's on a heater. I I swore you know I would have withdrew by now. I don't understand why he's playing. I, don't, I just don't get it. Get the points, man. Get the money. He's already got. He's already got. He's already got a win. And like you know what I mean. Like I guess, but I don't. Know. I I mean he does have a gaggle of kids, so he's got plenty of time coming off. He's only got what the hero thing coming up, and yeah, yeah. then the tournament yeah, of champions in January. Like you're fine. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, right. It's true. I want. I mean, how gross would your how many how many diamonds in the rough down in the six gig do you have that to play a fucking female Sheamus? You can do it. I'm, look, hey, yeah. they priced Dean Burmester like down at the min, so I, I know that's yeah. Uh, and then like if you just want to get wild, like you can always play like Brian Gay. Yeah. I mean, th- like yeah, there's stuff down there. Yeah, there no, yeah, there definitely is. It's just like. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get to that range. This this name is down here. But like, you can okay. play Sheamus with female for sure. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Why don't we uh, we go below 9,000 bucks? So it seems like just with initial ownership, uh, the top of the $8,000 range, there's not really much going on. Um, Big drop off from like like Matthew Neesmith is drawing ownership. People are going back to him, but right at Kucher, 8,900 bucks, Mm -hmm. really nobody. And it kind of goes, you start picking up some ownership. Looks like around the low eights of like Justin Rose, Riley Todd. I was playing around with some female lineups. It seems like maybe that's like roster build. Where you fit Fina and then you go right to the low eights. Um, so I guess why, Ryan, why you, uh, you kick it off? Like you know what? What do you think with this range? Is anybody you like? Anybody you don't like? When you start breaking it down? Yeah, it's interesting. You know, um, 
I don't think anybody is rushing to play people here, like you said, right? And I think yeah. overall, people are, are going to look at the course history and sort of the type of player, like Webb, Kuchar, Kisner, Rowe, they're all kind of the same, right? Yeah. So um, I think if they get any ownership, it's going to be the guys at, at the lower end who also have the course history, right? I think Webb will get some play. I think Kisner will get some play. Rose has actually been, what, relatively competent yes. these past yeah. few weeks? Yes. Um, yes. So he, he honestly may be the highest of that range unless Davis Riley gets steam, which I think he will. You think um, he's going to, so you think, so I like, I, I, he, he's one of the outrights that I already bet just said that the number was, well, bad, I, right? yeah, I think people, field. I think people are going to bet Riley and when they yeah. bet him, they play him. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't like, he's so squirrely off the fucking tee, man. In a place with, 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 with here, you know what I mean? With like, with all the penalty areas. And oh, totally. Like, I, I, I totally get it. Um, yeah. And again, like I'm going to play the guys who I like and who I've been riding for the last month. And in that range, um, it's going to be Wyndham Clark and it's going to be Mac Hughes. Hughes happened, yeah. happened to be a winner here, happened to win a few weeks ago. Um, just, he's playing really, really well right now. Like I could see him up at 9,300 this week and he's not. So um, it's, yeah, it's pretty much Hughes is the only guy that I, I want to play there. I did bet him this week and I would consider Wyndham Clark just the form is good. And he's actually been okay here, which is surprising because this does not seem like seems a court. Like right. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like like Patrick Rogers and Wyndham Clark are kind of basically the same player. Like, mm-hmm. like they long off the box, they like putt. So, like, I mean, if you like Patrick Rogers, I mean, you got like Clark probably at 700 bucks. Cheaper. I played them both last week because yeah. of that. And I also thought that Dean Burmester was the same player. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he wasn't. So, no. I don't know. No, I didn't. So, um, I mean, I, I, I think I'm in on Rose as well. Um, I, you know, I mean, you know, he's been decent course history here, played well last week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I kind of like Brendan Todd too. Just like you know, seems like the type of cookie cutter template guy for this place. Um, he's been a little up and down this fall, but he, what, he had a top ten at Fortnite, uh, top ten at CJ Cup. Um, I think he has a fourth place finish here when he's on that little heater uh, after he almost op- uh, opened up a uh, pizzeria franchise because he's going to quit. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, like that type of guy. Every but- time you say that, every time you say that, I'm like, I, I, that's something that I should always remember and reference, like. This guy was going to open up a, what is it, Godfather? <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. He was gone, injured, he had the yeah. yips, and then he almost won three in a row. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, so, I, so I like him. Um, I mean, I don't really I, – I, I'm surprised that Kuchar is drawing low ownership. I, I guess it's like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, the price is way like, too high on Kuchar. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's still – it's three top 30 finishes. He kind of seems like a safe option. but Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think I'm – I'm more gravitating, I think, towards the lower end of the range, you know, like the Roses and Todds. But um, I I like Hughes as well. I like that play. Uh, otherwise, though, um, I guess gun to your head of, like, the struggling, like, course fit veteran guy, like Simpson or Kisner, who do you want to take? Because they're both kind of ugly right now. Web. You want Webb? Yeah, I just really? trust him more. Yeah, okay. like, I don't think Kisner's that good. Like, I mean, Webb <laughs> hasn't been good, but, like, I just don't think Kisner's good. Yeah. Um, so I made a resolution that I would stop putting money on or against Kisner because whichever yeah. way I put money on him, it goes the other direction. He's mm-hmm. like a grudge. Like he just never fucking goes away. Like he's not good. And that's what frustrates you when you have like well, a matchup. And, and you're like, how's he draining these fucking 40 foot pots? Yeah. Well, and, and the only weeks that you have any interest in playing Kisner, so does everybody else. Right. right? Yeah. He's never going to be sneaky here. He's never going to be sneaky at, at uh, Wyndham. And those are the weeks where you're going to be like, oh, I can play Kisner. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I'm off both. Yeah. Uh, here. Same. 
Um, the only the only old dusty guy that I can uh, I can root for in my life is Tom Brady. I can't go with Kuchar. There you go. I can't go Webb, Kiz, Rose. Like I'm just done with these guys. Like I'm ready for a new batch. Like let's go to the Champions Tour, boys. Let's stop. <laughs> let's just let's just stop. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. let's let some new crop come up. Nobody likes your stupid Mastercard commercials, uh, <laughs> Rose. Ugh, God, and the Morgan Stanley. The, You've always had an ass to rhyme with the Morgan Stanley thing. Yeah, because the fucking hat is stupid, and so are the goddamn commercials. They're awful. <laughs> We've talked about it off air. Uh, somebody, I know we have. Yeah, like yeah, it's it, it. wasn't that they were like there's no like rivalry and brokerage funds. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's just it's just annoying, and he's a terrible. Sp- that strawberry ice cream thing, the one with his caddy, is possibly the worst commercial I've ever seen. Yeah, it's a weird it's one. Yeah, and keep in mind, I watch local Boston sports, and, and it's like pasta. Pasternak does Dunkin' Donuts commercials. Okay, those are fucking. Terrible, and and like these are even worse. Okay, like Justin Rose is terrible. All right, sorry. Um, I'm 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 grouchy, man. I'm ready for I'm ready for a fucking. I know you are. (laughs) Ready. All right. I even had last week off. That is true. Yeah, that is true. So, all right. While we move past, while we move to the seven thousand dollar range, um, uh, Kevin, why don't we go to you first? So, what are some names down here you like? So. What do you guys think about rye? Crap. It's trappy, right? Yeah, I don't it's, like rye. Because it's like such an obvious course fit. Um, I know. But uh, he low-key has been bad, and the irons have been just pathetic. So, Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, he top 10 last week. Yeah, it was it all short game stuff. His irons were just terrible. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I know. And, and he has a top 20 here. Like, I don't know what his ownership is. It seems like a good course fit, though. So, like, I could it's see tough. it. I just, I just don't trust him here. Yeah, it's, it seems like anytime, yeah. like, all right, coastal, windy conditions, like, because everybody remembers that yeah. Scottish Open win. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I've i never really been a rye guy. I know a lot yeah. of people are, though. Yeah, I think I'm going to go back to Hattie. Like, he's one of these guys who I've been riding. Uh, okay. And whatever, like, one last guess. He's good at 150 and in. Mm-hmm. And his approach numbers are fine. Like, he's hasn't done anything that's been, like, ooh. He hasn't done anything that's been like he's been terrible either. So whatever. One last gas. He's getting no ownership. So whatever. Um, I refuse to play SH Kim. I just refuse. Like, I don't know anything about him. And he caught steam for whatever reason on Twitter a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. I, I, no I, I, I think I think we, I know who he is. I think he's not a very good iron player. does it all on and around the greens. You, you guys got any interest in, in a $7,200 no-owned Luke list? <laughs> I mean, you might as well. He was right. pretty pathetic over the weekend again. I, um, but he likes this course. He does like the course. Um, I don't know if I can. I kind of stopped playing him. Me too. I've been, so he used to be like a he used to be like a heroin for me, and I ha- I don't think I've actually played him in like a year. Like when he won, I definitely didn't have any money on him. Like, no, no. Like, but, like I would rather like play Straka for the same price. Well, no, just, I've, been, I've been getting kicked in the dick by Straka. I think what last like three weeks. I think or the last three times he's yeah. played. I think I'm, he's yeah, but like last week he was randomly super popular at a higher price, and yeah. you know he sucked. But okay, whatever. It was a hard course, and yeah. uh, now he's coming here back to Georgia, and he's not going to be owned. And you know, I don't know. I would rather play him than this for sure. I I, I, he I would rather play Straka too, but I I've been because I I, I I had Straka at the Sanderson, and I just kept betting him and betting him. <laughs> yeah. It has yeah. not gone. It's your well. fault. Straka ended up on my radar because. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're, yeah, you should be. Yeah, um, yeah. I think there's. I think there's a lot of guys here though. Like, yeah, 
the ownership will be spread. Like just kind of going through names that, you know, people have been playing like Putnam people have been playing Smalley yeah. will get ownership. Will Gordon is still up there. Um, in terms of like course history, I think everyone's going to play Chris Kirk again. And, and then you have like all the Georgia guys, you know, Sig and, and Hodges and Davis Thompson and all like all those guys are going to be played. Um, I'm going to bite the bullet, play Harris English again. And bet I Harris. like I like English too this week. I kind of went back and forth because like mm-hmm. he's been playing okay. Um, but it's really, cl- like, he's he's close. He's close. But he's like finishing like 35th, you know. And then um, I saw I think the last time he played here was 2020. He opened 66, 66, and then closed with a 62. And I was like, yeah, that'll do it. All right, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> well, what really fucked him up? It wasn't even the injury. It was the Karen who called in about his putter, <laughs> about his fucking. It is putter grip. Yeah, but the like, really like, like, that's a tough one to come back from too. Yeah, I mean, look at Woodland's coming back from the same thing. I said that yeah. uh, when has he though? Saying Woodland has was, he though? No, 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 no. You know what I mean? Like he's back playing, right? He's not yeah. back. But I said the same thing when they were saying he was coming back because my daughter, my oldest daughter, uh, was a competitive dancer. She tore her hip labrum. Yeah, and I saw recovery from that. And like, I yeah. know dance is different than golf. Like, dance is more rigorous than golf. So it took, you know what I mean? It took her a lot longer to get back. But I was like, that's nothing easy to come back from. Like, it's literally tore away from your hip. Like, it's not good. Yeah, no, it's it, it's tough. But yeah, like I'm gonna play the pedigree guy. So like, if I had to pick like a few here, it would be English. Um, it would be Kirk. And probably Taylor Moore. Like we played Taylor Moore forever, yeah. right? All yeah. year, all summer, yeah, he yeah. crushed. I think he sure. missed the cut by one, maybe two last week. Yeah. Um, but this is a much better course for him. So like, and he makes so many birdies that he does. He's going to pay off this price. So I'll go okay. that way. Okay. Is you? Uh, is, is you? Is it? Who's? Is Ben Matten playing this week? Uh, yeah, I'm sure, but he's he's got to be way down there. He's kind of died yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I am going to go back to Ben Taylor. Like we mentioned him earlier, it's mm-hmm. it's the perfect type of course for him. Like he's That's a great iron player. Taylor, not Martin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as you saw, a great part three player, and he's won. Right, he's won the Corn Ferry Tour in Panama. Uh, he plays these type of golf courses as well. I got him like 150 to one, so like whatever. But I think it's a good price for Ben Taylor. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you on Harris English. Uh, I kind of like Grayson's sake too. I know he's got the Georgian narrative, but he's got a lot of things I'm looking for, you know, good iron player under 175, yeah. good putter, pretty accurate off the team. Like that's basically just like, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm checking those boxes down here, I like that. Um, Svensson, I think had a, like what a top 40 last week. And he kind of has a little bit of what you're looking for here too. Like, you know, he's relatively accurate off the tee, good under 175 as well. Um, that can be somebody to consider. Uh, Justin Lauer was horrible last week, but mm-hmm. overall in the fall, you know, is that enough maybe to go back again? Like, you know, still a lot of things to like about him. That can be someone to consider. And I think a lot of people are, might be off him this week. Um, yeah. You know, Cabri, you've been making the joke about Russell Knox's LASIK, but actually his putting has improved. <laughs> I know, man. So maybe that's somebody to go to as well. Um, I think he might draw a little ownership because of the name, though. Um, he's a he's he's a jacks guy now. I didn't know is that. He? Kevin are kind of the same deal there. This guy is dead. Yeah. He shows up at 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 Mayakoba, uh, Mayakoba like he always does, and then yeah. he's going to show up here and make every putt. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just feel like you have to play some Pat and Kazire and like root against him. Yeah. No, I, no, I actually Kazire was one of the guys I highlighted just because like the Mayakoba stats are not in there. Yeah. Uh, and he does generally do a little better on golf courses with shorter approach shots. So 
He sucks here, except for putting. Like he just makes every putt. So I don't know. Yeah, I'd be willing to to, uh, play him here, and and uh, you're going to have to when you jam Finau and Seamus Power together. So (laughs) yeah. So I was just actually about to say, you know, this is under six. This is under seven K. I know I said I was done with old dusty guys, and I'm pretty sure that (laughs) he's going to fuck me. But I think I can go back to Zach Johnson. (laughs) Like this is a perfect (laughs) old dusty Zach Johnson course. Like he's got a great course history here. He's doing Zach Johnson things, right? He's finishing 40th and 45th and shit like that, but he's fucking 6,900. Like, whatever. Like, I'd, yeah. I'd rather play, I'd rather pay him than fucking QAnon Piercy. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, I mean, if you played, yeah, like you can play him. I, I mean, we'll talk about Brian Gay and Dean Burmester. here. Like, they're so cheap yeah. that I'm, I'm going to play them anyways. Yeah. Right. But like, if you played all three of them, like, you can get like, Power, Finau, and Mac Hughes together. Like, yeah, I know you, you can get do whatever you want. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate that. I think. I think I figured out what my hand twenty builds are all going to be. It's going to be twenty. It's going to be twenty Finau. Yeah, Finau and Power, and then I'm just. Gonna you can actually get Pat Desire over Zach Johnson if, if you don't want to yeah. play him. So there you go. Yeah. Right. I feel like you I can't. Won. Like you can't go wrong this week. There's so many terrible golfers down here. Like, I mean, you mentioned Ben Martin. Um, yep. Kelly Kraft, Brian Stewart, like, are those guys any worse than Pat Kazire and Zach Johnson? Not really. No. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, Bo Hosser is $7,100, and he's a bad golfer. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I don't see a difference between him as, like, like Tyler Duncan or, like, Max McGreevy. Like, there's no real difference, I think, between any of these guys. So, yeah. Garrett, it's not just got got Higo down at see, That's the one guy. Like, play your guy Cam Percy, right? He's, yep. he's been go. good, and he'll yeah. make this cut. Yep. There you go. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that, and I'm going to play Harmon over Power. So I'll do like a Finau, Harmon, Hughes with some shit down below. This is great. great. Okay, yeah, love it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, we, we mentioned we mentioned Burmester. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Burmester. Go ahead. Is it no no? Uh, I was going to say so. Is it ah? God damn it! <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> well, so so actually another guy six to three hundred bucks. That's really gross. Uh, Philip Knowles. Yeah. So he's been bad. He's been really bad so far. He is bad. But where he's had success has been on the golf courses with shorter approach shots. Mm-hmm. And that seems like it, like at least in the stats page is what he's actually been doing a little better as far as like proximity and scoring wise. So, so he finished T64 at Shriners, T57 Bermuda, T48 at Mayakoba. Like, I mean, I don't really see a whole ton of difference between Mayakoba and Bermuda in this place. So if 6,300 bucks just to make a cut, and if everybody's going to like Burmester, if he's going to catch steam, like because he's so horribly mispriced and he mm-hmm. really needs somebody, you know, down here, I can see a way where, okay, this guy doesn't have a lot of pedigree to him, but I've seen relative success at just these short knocking, you know, shorter tracks. I, I can, I can find a way I think to get him in the lineup there. Yeah. I mean, we just saw um, Aaron Baddeley almost won Bermuda, right? Yeah. He, He's been playing sneaky well. And like you talk about an accuracy course um, where you need to putt, like this is a perfect course for him. He did miss the cut at Mayakoba by one, but like, I, I don't really care. You know, he shot under par. Um, I think that makes sense. And then the other name that I saw down here was Ramey, right? Who's uh, won yeah, man. on the tour, yeah. right? Yeah. He won was a Punta Cana, Corrales, something like yeah. that. Um, yeah. And again, like he's missed like, three recent cuts all by a shot. I don't really care about that too much. Uh, a guy who's one on tour at this price, like confident that he can make a cut here. So what about, what about Malnati? Is this like a Malnati course? Or? My only concern, I mean, 
I don't know if there is a Malnati coach. <laughs> uh, Sanderson, that's it. He did withdraw last week pre-event, so I don't know if there was something going on or a couple weeks yeah. ago. So, And then at Houston, he was like in last place, so I don't know. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, all right, Harrison Endicott. That's another name that's kind of on my radar too, as far as you know, just good at Bermuda, uh, mm-hmm. good proximity race under one seventy five scores well from that range too. At least you know coming up from the Corn Ferry Tour, um, the driving accuracy stats on some of the Corn Ferry graduates a little is off because I think it's Sanderson is screwed everybody up. I think only like the field that hit the, like the fairway like forty five percent that week. So yeah. of all the Corn Ferry guys, he's actually one of the more accurate drivers. So that makes me think, okay, just. A, in general, probably an accurate player. So again, like just kind of fitting like a cookie cutter template of what I'm looking for. Um, doing it at a course that I don't see a whole ton of difference in, you know, this place. Uh, that's another name I, I like at 6,600 bucks that I don't think is going to be too popular this week because he missed a kind of Mayakoba. What about no, my I think that makes sense. And again, like we have very limited data, but like you take a guy who you do have data on. If I told you that, you know, at this course, Brian Stewart was in the low yeah. sevens, you would believe me, right? Sixty three hundred, and he's yeah, been making yeah. a lot of cuts. Like yeah. you could do far worse than Brian Stewart here. Yeah, right. What about yeah. my boy Vegas? Who? Vegas, Camille Vegas. Uh, I love that dude. I love yeah. his backstory, and I think I had a first round leader with him. And I'm pretty sure I bet him outright a couple years ago at this tournament. Yeah, well, you remember him or something? Yeah, he made a run the year well that Robert Streb broke our heart. Yeah, that year. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, he made a run that year. So, yeah. um, let's see. Ryan Armour, too. So, I, I think it was a couple weeks ago. It was either Bermuda or Mayakoba that he had like 15% ownership. And he's been, he was fine. He had top 30s the last two weeks. And I was looking yep. at projected ownership, and it's actually under 10. So, I'm not really sure what's changed. I mean, he's been playing fine. Mm-hmm. He's accurate. His is, you know, short irons pretty well, puts well in Bermuda. If the ownership is low, like, I don't understand why people were all over him a couple weeks ago. And, he did nothing to really get you off him. That's another guy I like this week. I agree. Yeah. I think yeah. it's just going to be more spread this week because there's a ton of options. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's so many guys who could be like a thousand dollars more or less. Like Mullinax yeah. could be 8,500, right? right? I would not yeah. bat an eye after. And he's in the low sevens and he was what, 10th last week, fourth last week? He was great. Now yeah. we're going to play Mullinax. All right. Um, I don't. Do you think, I don't think Mullinex is a course fit. Yeah, plus is, he's the one. I don't either, but he just finished fourth in like. He's one of the so terrible goatee, isn't he? He's got like the soul, soul patch, right? Is that Mullinex? That's Mullinex, right? <laughs> Possibly. He's the, like, he, I'm telling you, like, I think I looked at him. I was like, I have money on this asshole. Like, you know he's what I mean? Just, it's like one of those. He's just like, so much better than like that range. I don't know. There's a lot of options, but I think it's going to be spread. And I think guys like Armor are just not going to be owned because people don't have to go to the sixes. Like, that's they're going to live in the sevens. Like you're gonna see a lot of like you said, start with Finau, you grab an eight K or nine K guy, and then you just kind of fill in with the sevens. Yeah, it's 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 pretty easy to avoid at least like the really low sixes with a Fino. It's it's just yeah, so it's we're not gonna play you think, yeah. Burmester and Gay and right print, print all the money. Yeah, at all maybe print print all the money. What about what about Herman? He's got a good course God. history. Yeah, he's, he's been the stone minimum. He's been, <laughs> he's been bad. Yeah, he's, he's he, been bad. as bad as it gets. You know what's sad? Danny Lee flat six thousand bucks. That's just <sighs> sad or helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. I mean, when you're losing over your last twelve rounds, a shot and a half T green, losing one point two putting, like yeah, that's definitely how, that's not. How you get to, that's how you get to six thousand bucks. A Danny Lee course, that's for sure. <laughs> he is going to be eight over and probably withdraw at some point this week. So yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, he's a. Uh... 
he's another one that would be fun to like follow around just to watch it. Watch yeah. the inevitable meltdown at a certain hole. Okay. <laughs> All right, and Man, we 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 got some names down. We there. do. We said a lot of good <laughs> good names down here. So yeah. Uh, any other closing thoughts before we uh, wrap this up, Ryan? No, I don't think so. It's just uh, kind of power through this event, and uh, and then we'll be back for like I don't really come back till Tory Pines, but I guess you know when Tiger's back, we'll watch some golf. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Tell people where to find you at, man. Yeah, always on on Twitter. We'll resume our, our Golflandia podcast probably right around Tory Pines time. Um, a lot going on right now, obviously, Definitely. and yep. people just want NFL content. That's all we care that's, about. Everyone's an NFL it. expert. Everyone's a showdown <laughs> expert. So, dude, I don't even fuck with showdown. I don't know how Wiley does that shit. He does that shit with hockey too. So, like, I'm a hockey fan, but yeah. I only know the fucking Bruins. Like, I don't know yeah. the I don't know the backup goalie on the goddamn. Canucks, like I have no clue. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I, I don't even know how you would have time to. No, I, I've started playing like like a team a night just to sort of learn the sport. Uh, it's it's just miserable. It's just the worst. <laughs> just just play just play the perfection line, man. Just play play the well, Bruins. Look, like okay, like yeah, yeah. The Bruins are awesome. You stack the first line, God and then right Zaka there. Hall, and then in the fucking second line. So you just never know. Yeah. Nobody knows a fucking okay. thing about gambling. Nobody. Don't listen to No, nobody. Don't listen. No, no. Listen. No, I agree. Listen, I agree. And, and we get paid to do a podcast about That's it. right. Whatever. Like, yeah. Hey, yeah. Listen. I know it's it's like it's like when I was a financial advisor, right? Listen, I send the smart I send the stuff to the smart guys doing the charts, right? Yeah. I know more than you do. So you will give me all your money and I will give it to the guys who are smart to invest it for you. And I'll kiss your baby and shake your hand and ask how's your mother? You know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan, man. Really appreciate you coming on. Last event of the season. Enjoy the time off. Sounds good, boys. Steve, good luck. Sweet. You got anything else? No, that's it. We'll be back uh, tomorrow night with, uh, with uh, the real Brian Kersher. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Way to go, Cameron Carr. You fucked that up, buddy. <laughs> Lashings for you. I've Lashings. been called bad things before, but that's but that's, that's bad. That's, that's low. Well, yeah, that, that 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 is quite the insult there. But uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow night with uh, Brian to uh, break down our uh, final fall swing betting card uh, of the twenty twenty two year. And then Steve's gonna force me to do podcasts somehow between now and an actual golf event, and I'll stop. And make your major stuff. predictions. You get shit to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Go through go through another research column I have, you know, I'm painstakingly detailed. I love how Ryan's just immediately because you can see on my face the pain of having to do something mm-hmm. like that. So there you go. <laughs> outstanding. All right. We'll see you degenerates tomorrow. Later. See you guys.